episode six. Episode six. Of the Comfy Show. And the start of the new series, because um, starting today, we're going to begin with a partnership series. We noticed yeah. that there's um, some FUD going around uh, regarding certain... Um, certain partnerships, particularly yep. AWS. Uh, we're not going to start with AWS, but there are more partnerships that have been uh, been around for way longer and are way bigger, more prominent, and we have way more impact. And, and we're just going to start there and we're going we're, we're to just build it up. So this is going to be a new series. Uh, maybe there's going to be another new series in the future. We don't know, but this is going to be the partnership series. It's going to be a different playlist. You can find that on the YouTube channel at least. Um, and we'll see what we do with the title. Yeah, so it will run chronologically. Obviously, we will just uh, continue with the numbering, but from today on, we will be discussing partnerships uh, every episode. Uh, sometimes we will we will do something else in a different episode. We will have guests yeah. over people who can speak to us. Um, but yeah, we we noticed that we are kind of telling the same story every week, so we need to uh, go a little bit back into yeah. our in-depth series. Up, up uh, the, so that's up what we a bit. Doing. Yeah. But first, um, we're going to do this briefly, and then we will go straight into uh, what you're here for. Yeah. How do you feel with the current market, uh, Jarno? What's your feelings? Yeah, current market's a little bit boring. I think um, too many people are waiting for other people to do stuff. Yeah. Um, the people that are very experienced and know a lot, we talked about this in the Dutch podcast, people like Roll Pal and shit. Are talking do not try to trade the war um, and traders um traders not traitors i keep saying this and i hear my own pronunciation and i'm like okay am my calling for traders or traitors so th- they create most volume and and if there's no volume then you're gonna get slippage and and and, and it's, it's 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 a shit show so nobody's trading and everybody's waiting for other people to start trading yeah. And un- un- until somebody has the balls to throw a couple of billion in the market, um, we're going to be going sideways for a bit, I suppose. Yeah. Which, which okay. is fine because on the FA side of things, everything is <clears throat> ju- juicy. Um, but yeah, it's um, not much to see, not much to do. I think I checked, I, I haven't checked price today. Yeah, I did once. Nice. I, I, yeah. I, I, I needed to get, uh, I needed to go to the butchers. So I needed some money. So, so, so I sold a Q&T. <laughs> oh, okay. So, so, so I did check price in, the, in that regard, um, but I'm not on it the entire time anymore. Yeah, I can imagine. Um, yeah, I'm kind of numb, really. I don't really care about crypto at the moment. Uh, not because I don't care about crypto, just simply because I have other things on my mind. Uh, life's pretty busy. Um, and, well... I just kind of notice when there is price action, so then I reckon something is going on. But at the moment, that's not really the case, and I don't really care, honestly. It's uh, all all right, and well, we'll just have to see uh, where we're going. There was some exciting news today, though. A uh, new overledger update, two point two point, well, two point two two, right? Yeah. Uh, so we will be discussing that in a bit. Um, let, let, let me let me look it up straight away. And then we oh. just swing on to the the partnership we're going to address today. Oh, sure. Yeah, let's do that first. Uh, let me see. Yeah, I also changed some stuff on my on my, on my setup. I don't, I don't know if you guys can, can can see this. How does this work? But I, I got a new case. No, you can't see this. 
uh, no, you can't. I got a I got a ring light here, and I got a the sheath here because the lighting yeah. was shit, and it all. Oh well. So yeah, there. Do overlatter update. Let's uh, start there. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah. Or do you want to do it later? No, uh, got uh, it here. We're diving straight into it. Yeah, got got it right here. Um, so it reads overlatter two point two point two. Felt like I'm stuttering. Introduces new tier two. Two two two. Yeah. Introduces new tier two QRC20 secure smart contract capabilities. March 17, 2022, with Overledger 222. MDAP developers can now deploy tier two QRC20 secure smart contracts on the Ethereum Robston testnet. Tier two QRC20 functionality built on the existing capabilities of Quant tier one QRC smart contracts. QRC20 token function. Tokens function like their Ethereum standard counterpart, the ERC20s, with the same definitions and structure for smart tokens. While ERC20 tokens are designed for deployment on the Ethereum network, QRC20 tokens will be blockchain agnostic and work across multiple distributed ledger technologies, DLTs. MDAP developers can use our APIs to increase their token supply, deploy and mint, and reduce their token supply by burning their own QRC20 tokens. Once the QRC20 tier two contract is deployed, a new set of QRC20 tier one and tier two APIs will be automatically updated, supporting the newly created tier two QRC20 token. Developers can also create joint and multiple ownership accounts for their tokens using our ad account owner API. They will also be able to remove secondary account owners using our remove account API. Future releases of Overledger will enable secondary account owners to make payments on the primary account owner's behalf. For more information on this release, new API, see the Overledger 222 release notes. Learn yeah, more let's, uh, here. Let's not go into the release notes. In layman's terms, what, what do we see? Yeah, I got, I got, a, I got, a, I got a cheat sheet. Um, nice. Because Quantidian, bless you, um, made a, somebody asked the question, what does it mean, Eli5? Explain it like I'm five. And Quantidian wrote this in Telegram. Here's a stab. Quant is developing a platform that gives developers and enterprise the ability to create and control their own tokens and smart contracts that will have a low barrier to entry. Don't need to be a blockchain developer or create your own blockchain. And the results will have native interoperability amongst blockchains within the OVN ecosystem, in addition to regulatory and standards compliance. The tiers represent the degree of control they have over the behavior and the complexity of those tokens. More control means more cost to the developer. Um, I don't know if that made that a lot easier to understand per se. Um, no clue what you're saying, but yeah. it seems um, like another update, okay. so uh, yeah. Yeah, we, we, we discussed in one of the first videos um, the tier system. You got tier one to tier four for the QRC20 functionality. And the smart contract gets more complex the higher the tier comes. So what happens now? Oh, is that... yeah, I do remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You had so... like four tiers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yes. remember. Yeah. So besides that you have a tier one, you can create a token. Some people made a potato token. I think Pultney sent Gil one potato. Yeah. <laughs> um, you, you can now actually create more tokens and, and, and burn tokens. And as it states, you can have multiple owners 
on uh, on a smart contract so multiple people can um, can edit. And I, I think that's the thing. I mean, okay. obviously it's a thing because it's the second thing that that's, that gets added. So I think it's huge. Um, but I do not understand it fundamentally, uh, to be okay. honest. Yeah, well, that's not a, that's a really a bad thing. We're just uh, randos investing in uh, quant. Yeah. Or... Um, so f- for now, um, <clears throat> another tech update. Shit is getting done. I think I think that's that that's the bottom line. Um, yeah. Wh- when was the last update? Was that last week or the week before that? Uh, I think uh, the week before that. Is that two weeks already? I I knew they were on a biweekly program, but um, schedule. I mean. It just feels like last week we had, we had another update. No, it was the week before that because last week we were recording on Wednesday, not on Thursday, so we were early, etc. Okay, never mind my logistics. I, I'm a bit chaotic today, guys. I'm so very sorry. Um, so yeah, the new new update. Nice. New, new okay, update. let's skip straight to uh, CI. It's uh, nice, but I don't really care. Yeah, <laughs> well, this? I mean. No, but like it's it's nice, but yeah, it's not, it's, it's just not, another. It's, it's another not gateways. It's not Kraken. It's no, uh, yeah. Kraken, <laughs> how the mighty have fallen. They no, well, I mean, added ApeCoin. Apologies for that. Apologies for that, but honestly, um, all those updates, it's nice, and and I don't think it's relevant for us investors. Like, don't get me wrong. It's good that they publish another update, and it just. It is one of the next steps. It, it's in in the, in the grand scheme of things, uh, but it's not going to cause any fundamental changes. Uh, it's not going to do anything. People won't get excited over it. So uh, no, okay, but that's looking at it from a DGen hype perspective. Sure, I I, I think uh, if you if, okay, listen, I, I was in Maine today. Yeah, Maine, Maine, Maine was a, was a shit storm, um, beginning to happen again. Same shit, nothing happens, blah, 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 blah. Um, these type of updates show that there's activity and, and, and that the company is doing stuff and that they're developing and that they're creating. Um, what, what was the last relevant, I, I don't know, if XRP Solana update? I don't know. I don't follow those. I think, uh, no, 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 no. Uh, Polygon it's was two weeks ago. So we got uh, Polygon. Nah, it's not, uh, not what I meant. I meant for the platforms themselves. I think it's really important that we get these updates. I think it's really important that everybody gets notified. I think it it, it, it keeps everybody um, excited and engaged, and it keeps oh, confidence true. up. I mean, this 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 keeps on confirming. Um, I mean, the the fucking fud that 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 tried to run us over a while back. Yeah, no GitHub activity. Man, no uh, no no use case, no utility. Blah blah blah. Yeah, but that's that's. That's the other extreme, right? So you have people who have no clue what they're in. They don't even read. Um, and they just buy a token and expect the price to go up. That's one extreme. <laughs> yeah. On the other end, you have people like us who are super informed. Um, we know every single detail, or at least we have the tendency to know every single detail. If you ask us uh, in the middle of the night, what is the tier four of the <laughs> QRC20 functionality, we will probably say, oh, yeah, it's this, 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 and this. Um, and that's the other extreme um, because we know what's going to happen and then just seeing one step in a process that you already knew was going to happen anyway isn't really exciting it's just oh nice uh, it's another step these and, things uh, are signs that's of kind life. of the 
and that, and that's kind of the the point I'm trying to make here. It's great. It's 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 really cool that there's a new update. Um, uh, but I don't really get excited over it. And the same way goes when things go bad. I don't really care. If you go down, it's probably because people are panicking over nothing, right? In, in the grand scheme of things, we're just seeing another update. Uh, they just add new functionality that we knew was going to come anyway. Um, and I don't panic about it anymore. It's not good for my heart. I'm just living my life. and uh, just talking about all the things that has to do with quant. And it's great to mention it. Um, but who really cares? It's just another update. Okay. Am I still audible? You are, yeah. Perfect. Headset had some hiccups. Okay, man. I, I think you made your point. I, I, yeah. I think we're, say, we're saying the same thing. And I, I agree. I, this this, this update doesn't really get me that hard as, as it should. Um, or as it... Yeah. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's move on to well, Sia. Secretly, you were expecting a, a mecha pump on the 15th of March, weren't you? Of course. You? Yeah. That's it. We're just both disappointed. I, I could have made I could have made a Sia joke and I missed it. Yeah, yeah. it's so unfortunate. Yeah. We are just unhappy apes. Oh no! No, no, we're not gonna do that. We can... Oh, we're not monetized. We can do that shit. We can get demonetized yeah. because we're not monetized at all. Now, Sia people, what what is Sia? I I I, I pulled it up um, yeah. from Wikipedia and then we're moving to the Sia website and then the announcement. And eventually, I got some, uh, some 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 goodies from what Gilbert said in in chat regarding Sia. Yeah. Just gotta gonna gonna move through that, and Tim is probably gonna, um, how do you say, interrogate? No question. No, well, yeah, I'm just going to redirect you a little bit, do some <laughs> editing. Um, yeah. Jarno is just going to tell his story, and it's the story of Sia. I think it's oh. the oldest lead. Uh, yeah. Yeah, this has been going on since. Uh, yeah. What is it? Like 2018, 2000? No, I think people kind of noticed the the, the, the collaboration between the leads between uh, and this this rabbit hole goes very deep. Confirmation so came 2019. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But that's not my. So basically, I think that the first leads were there in 2018 or something that we saw collaboration, and then the the, the confirmation came somewhere July June 2019, if I'm correct. So this is an old lead, um, and actually it's confirmed. It's uh, it's uh, one of the oldest partners of Quant, and it's a very significant one. And um, Jarno is going to uh, introduce this to you. Um, I so, mean, is going to uh, talk about this. Yeah. So SIA, SBA, is an Italian company operating in the area of ICT, uh, providing solutions and technology to the banking and finance sector in addition to platforms for financial markets and e-payment services. Yeah. Um, SIA has like 3,660 employees and it, it gives here the, the figure 748 million in revenue. Um, it's an Italian company um, and, and they provide payment infrastructure for, well, the, the world. Uh, practically um they have their own fiber network um which is huge i think it's 180,000 kilometers it's always and something else with you the one time you say 80,000 then you say 180,000 180, no 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 i never said 80 did i say 80 you did at look some it points. up look it up um <laughs> i'll look it up for you 
Yeah, continue your story. Yeah. Um, so SIA is huge, and SIA was already huge in in 2020. Was one of the uh, the main reasons. No, it, it was the main confirmation for me that Overledgers is actually being used. Um, I mean, SIA is is nobody's heard of it because it it provides the the, the actual highway. Um, the the infrastructure where every payment uh, transaction goes across. So it's like the, the Vodafone owning the fiber optics or the the glass fiber in your neighborhood. Um, that's what SIA does. Um, and SIA already was big. They already were huge. They were one of the biggest in, in Europe. Um, and uh, recently they also partnered with Colt and then they also partnered with Nexia. And um, let, let, let me look this up. Tim, did you find 180,000 kilometers already? I am still looking. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm, uh, g- give me one second. I'm looking this up for you. Here you can see um, this is the Nexia SIA um, website. Um, they provide card systems, payment systems, network services. Um, they do it for capital markets. They have blockchain, um, et cetera. And Quant is obviously providing interoperability um, for, for anybody that needs it. Um, it's, it's literally any-to-any seamless in, interoperability. And as you guys know, uh, the biggest problem is that all payments and banks and stuff are, are legacy. Um, there's, there's no bank right now that I know of um, that just got created and that is totally and fully on DOT or blockchain. It's just doesn't happen that way. <laughs> to become a bank is a process that, that takes years and years. I know Kraken managed to do it. It took them, I believe, five or six years to get there uh, because you're going to need so much documentation and history and, and capital and stuff. Um, so, so most banks are legacy. And if you want to upgrade those banks, that's, that's going to be a problem because you cannot stop operations for a minute, even though banks close at night. You can't just simply um, shut stuff off um, for a day or a week and, and then start transferring files, then stop because it's business hours and then continue. doesn't, doesn't work that way. Um, so if you have a solution like Quant that can provide the interoperability to make all that seamless, um, then you can actually start to uh, to modernize. And, yeah. uh, and what's really interesting is CI is obviously, because it's been around since the 1970s, um, they, they were on legacy. They tested that they integrated Quant into their infrastructure. Yeah, and... Let me interrupt you there. Yeah. Um, there is they they tested that in what was it June 2020. Uh, they they made this breakthrough of, of testing overlets successfully. I have um, I have it here. And now to answer your question, um, it's actually more uh, than than you mentioned. Oh. Uh, it's uh, okay. Spill it in the comments first. How how much do you think it is? The total length of the entire CN network, yeah. like okay. all the yeah, put it in the comments now. Okay, uh, so the so the the, the length is two hundred eight thousand kilometers. Two hundred eight thousand. Okay, so it's twenty eight k more than you uh, said. 
So that's spanning the globe five times. Yeah. That's insane. <laughs> it, it, it is. And, and, and what's interesting is now that they are also uh, integrated with Nexi, they were already integrated with Colt, um, is that they're the biggest payment service provider in Europe. Yeah. Um, and uh, let me see. I should have prepared this a couple of layers down, except just uh, the first website. Um, but 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 they have smart contracts. They have blockchain. Um, they have ev everything that you could actually expect fr from a company. And even after the merger with 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 Nexia and Cold, Overledger is still there. Um, their base interoperability layer, meaning that everything that happens on their network needs to go through Overledger. Simple as that. And um, I, sh I, sh I should have looked up, maybe you can do that, Tim. Yeah. Uh, the amount of traffic that, um, that SIA actually Lots. had, that, that is public knowledge because it's SBA. So the, that means- The amount of yearly annual traffic? Yeah, tra tra traffic, revenue, uh, okay. those numbers, those were okay. pretty astounding. Let me uh, let me get to that. I'll look up for you. Yeah. In the meanwhile, um, here is the confirmation. And I got multiple sources because I have the sources from SIA and from Quant Network because people um, always cry about if it's not on both websites, it's not a real partnership. So we got SIA right here on the Quant Network site. SIA partners with Quant Network to explore innovative solutions in blockchain interoperability for banks and financial institutions. I'll put this all in the description. Um, but the, it, it stated that the first interoperability tests will be executed on R3 Scorda and private Ethereum platforms. This is, by the way, ancient. Uh, this was June 5th, 2019. Um, and then they were talking 570 European network nodes with CNN out here. And here it says the fiber optic network with high speed and low latency stretching over 186,000 kilometers that supports financial institutions, corporates, and public administration bodies in developing and implementing in a secure, protected way, innovative applications based on blockchain technology. Um, so that's huge. Um, I hate the fact that every time when we are screen sharing, that this is over my toolbar. Really annoying. Just doxed my entire address book. Sorry. Um, da -da 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 -da. I'm looking the amount of transactions up in the meantime, but it's a lot. Yeah, no. well, here we have yeah. a press release from uh, Nexia SIA. It's on the SIA.eu website, and it states <clears throat> on the 24th of June, 2020, Quant Network and SIA successfully tested blockchain interoperability. And there's two PDFs in there. I highly suggest downloading those and trying to break your brain over that. Um, the heading is... The breakthrough was achieved by integrating Quant Network's overledger technology into the SIA chain private blockchain infrastructure to enable cross-platform platform applications and services in Europe and globally. 
And what's interesting is, and, and, and we're going to get to the Gilbert quotes a little bit later on. Um, there is no bank in the world that is not connected to SIA in a way. Um, if you look up the, 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 the map of their network, haven't looked it up either. Um, you can actually see that, that the cables cross and, and connect every continent, North America, South America, um, Africa, it, it, it goes everywhere. And even if it's not literally the SIA network, the banks on there still connect um, to them, which uh, yeah makes it probably one of the biggest payment networks uh, yeah, it, in the it world. Is. Uh, also, by the there was one thing I'll I'll look that up for you too. Uh, yeah. But I do have transactions. I do have some statistics. Okay. Hit, Thanks hit to uh, our hero uh, Son, our Dutch do, do, uh, friend. Do you want to share the screen, or you're just gonna? Uh, yeah, I, I can share the screen if you like. Okay, I'll um, stop sharing. Okay. Okay. Um, okay, so as you can read here, it's a tweet from uh, Son. And, uh, Hungarian also posted something about this. It was in December 2007. Uh, I'm tired, guys. Uh, 2021, I mean. Uh, 17th of December, just the day after the merger. Um, so yeah, well, uh, QT obviously is uh connected, that's what Sun says. Uh, see, the CNX group has two million merchants, so two million people uh, <laughs> on it, 120 million cards, 21 billion transactions, uh, more than 5,000 employees. So uh, I think a bit earlier we said 3,600. That was on uh, on uh, Wikipedia. And they are across 15 countries. So this is pretty big, if you ask me. And, and that was the merger. So that's not just SIA? Yeah. Well, and if we look at SIA alone in 2018, this is a bit of an older tweet. In uh, 2018 alone, SIA that already did 14 billion transactions. So that's a couple of years ago. Um, yeah, well... It's 12, 1,200 terabytes of data. On the network. And that was in 2018. 1,200 so terabytes, people. Jesus Christ. Yeah, you, you can imagine how big uh, that is. And that was in 2018. We're now four years on. They are bigger. And I will look that other chart up for you. It's a comparison of the, uh, uh, the, 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 the payment uh, companies in Europe. Because there is some, one interesting thing. I'll show you that in a bit. Continue your story, Jorni. I'll be doing <laughs> some research in the background. Yeah. Uh, share screen. Here we go again. Yes. What we have here. Um, so I skipped from, from, from this. This was the press release from, from, from SIA themselves. Um, because this is also old. Um, I'll put it in the description. You can read for yourself. Then we're going to get to SEC. This is also old because this is from June 17, 2019. Um, it reads, Quant Network partner with SIA, a game changer for mass adoption by financial institutions. And that is what is so, um, so brilliant about this is because in 2019, Quant already had secured a partnership um, with, with an infrastructure provider, with um, with a non-crypto company, 
and again that's what what actually um helped me to decide to to invest in quamba beside the old cv and um and the brilliance to me of 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 overledger and what it tried to solve um but but this for me is such huge confirmation um and again this is old information this is 2019 i can highly recommend looking up sec and um and david w both are on medium and on uh on the twitter um they, they both have a lot of information that is really um really interesting what you can see here um but no, this is this is about see themselves um so, so some details where they are all located european leader in payments three and a half thousand group employees which is obviously dated intel um see and cold was already a thing here And now we got to obviously the obviously the Nexia thing attached to this as well. Um, ba, 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 let's see if there's more interesting stuff here. Definitely look this up yourself, even though it's old. Um, these companies don't change all that much um, through time. And this, this is this is this is more fresh, uh, more new new, I think, because the European Central Bank chooses SIA and Colt to connect to Eurosystem market infrastructure. This is from uh, Italy, uh, the nineteenth of November, twenty twenty. Hey, didn't I have also? Uh, that SIA is being used by the digital euro. Hmm. I think I, I, I clicked that away. Yeah, that's true. Uh, SIA and the digital euro, or um, okay. I, I mean, the European Central Bank somewhere. I have no clue, guys, but somewhere in September or October, uh, I think it was Lagarde or someone else um, confirmed that uh, the ECB is working with Nexi and Nexi is part of SIA. Uh, so, yeah. I'm just in the meantime, I'm looking up this figure of the biggest um, uh, payment providers in Europe, but I can't find it. So just if you see me struggling, that's me just finding a figure. Payment giant Nexia of Nexi says it is working on digital euro with the European Central Bank. That, that was it. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll leave this here. Um, the European Central Bank has chosen SIA in partnership with Cold Technology Services for its connection to the Eurosystem market infrastructure through a single access interface, Eurosystem single market infrastructure gateway. Interesting, the term gateway in 2020. Uh, the European Central Bank has already started to use the network infrastructure of SIA and Cold for testing activities with other major central banks. SIA also provides a specific solution for the processing of all messages in order to facilitate the integration of ECB's application software with a single ESMIC access interface. Um, so, so, so this is big. This, this, this all traffic that's going to go through Overledger as well. Um, Tim, you looked up as if you have something new, some information. I don't. I'm still looking up this figure. 
Sorry. Okay. Um, so, so, so moving to this because sorry, the... there is so much FA. Uh... <laughs> Italian payments giant Nexi says it is working with the European Central Bank on its proposed central bank digital currency. We are engaging. This is a quote. We are engaging in the European with the European Central Bank and contributing to the design of the future digital euro because we believe that can be a positive force in the evolution of digital payments. End quote. Nexi CEO Paolo Bertoluzzo told CNBC Karen So at Money 2020. Um, and it, it, it continues the ECB outlined its plan for a digital version of the euro in July. Um, I'll, 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 I'll just leave this here. Um, wh and what we got here is I took some quotes from the, from the telegram um, on what Gilbert said regarding uh, SIA, uh, which is quite interesting. That was uh, the good old days when Gilbert still came into the, uh, the main chat uh, to, to ask questions or to answer questions, I must say. Um, the, the legendary AMA, sometimes it was even bi-weekly. And now we are lucky if it's bi-yearly, unfortunately. Dred Bongo asked, people would do well to expand their vision when thinking of SIA as one client slash use case. It's potentially thousands. And Gilbert responded, well, not many people understand the scale of SIA. It's one of the world's largest financial institutions. Uh, sorry, financial infrastructure that connects central banks, commercial banks, financial institutions, and governments. If you think of any bank globally, they are already connected to SIA.net. Maybe SIA.net can help you find your thing better. Enjoy your booger. <laughs> He's totally zoned out. <laughs> <laughs> I am not zoned out. I'm just uh, going through hundreds and hundred, even thousands of messages. Okay, okay, okay. Um, trying to find this one figure because it really bothers me because it gives you an idea of the scope of CI, the grand scheme of things. Um, and that's insane. But I just can't find it. It, it. it is hidden somewhere between thousands and thousands of messages. Uh, yeah. And it's really what, frustrating. <laughs> what you see under Gilbert's reaction is AJ. He's also one of the FA gods of the of the council. Um, boggling mind, biggest corporate partnership in, in crypto. And Dred Bongo answers, yep, it truly is the biggest blockchain DLT implementation we've ever seen. Even when we try to communicate this, people still have a hard time understanding the scale of SIA. It's frightening how large it is. Another quote. Australia's RTGS, real-time growth settlement system, um, so that's how Australia, the country, pays other countries or banks or whatever. Um, was won by SWIFT over Vocalink in 2018. SIA won the Canada and New Zealand real-time growth settlement contract recently, all to replace the existing real-time growth settlement system. As you've probably seen, irrespectively, all those central banks are exploring CBDCs and DOTs separate to their core RTGS platforms. Um, which is quite amazing because th this just, I, I put this in here because this illustrates the, 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 the size and the importance 
sorry, of, of, of SIA, of the network and of the connections that it has. I mean, you do not get chosen um, by the Canadian and New Zealand uh, real-time gross settlement infrastructure if, if you're just some peanut uh, crypto company. Just does, doesn't work that way. Um, and, 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 and Gilbert, um, yeah, just noting this and writing this down uh, to me has, has a lot of weight. Um, sure, let's see what happens, COVID, okay. Uh, this is also interesting. Get, uh, somebody asked what uh, Luke asked. Luke, super admin in Maine. Um, the, what time frame are you guys looking at for uh, Connector Framework? I didn't cut the rest in. And Gilbert responded, the gateway APIs are already there. And we're exploring integrations with some partners now. Publicly looking to publish for everyone after the stress test phase. So this is also uh, really interesting because everybody's asking uh, when gateways. And what Gilbert has been saying from the beginning is that it will be published when everything is done. And it, it, it will not be a drip, drip, drip per se. So it will all uh, be published and it will be publicly um, but, but after stress testing, shit has to be ready. It has to work. As you can see, um, if the real-time growth settlement system of countries like Canada and Australia um, has hiccups where you can simply perform a wormhole attack or something, um, that, then it's not a mere couple of millions that get lost. Does that make sense? I read some, some tweet today that a total of 15 billion was, was scammed away in, in, in crypto over the past years or last year. Um, these countries settled those numbers in, 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 in a day, 15 billion for some perspective. Um, also. Okay, can I interrupt oh, you for a bit? Yeah, definitely. So, uh, I, can't, I can't find that, that one damn figure. It, it is somewhere, but it, there are thousands of messages really. Um, what was the figure you were looking for again? Yeah, it's some kind of charts where all the payment providers, so companies like Atien, Ingenico, um, um, uh, Sia, Nexi, uh, Worldline, all, all those kinds of companies are being ranked. I think Sia is the biggest. Uh, I don't know exactly, but the point I'm trying to make, uh, I'll show you that. Is that uh, SIA actually has is bigger than most people think because the SIA Nexi group is actually also partnered with another payment provider. I can't share that one damn figure. I, I can't find it. I'll try to do my best uh, to show it to you, but I have no clue where it is. Um, uh, I'll share it now. Hold you on. want me to stop sharing my screen? Uh, if you can, briefly. I, I can. Okay. Okay. So uh, basically, uh, uh, I'm not sure exactly what, what the story is, but what I do know is that uh, Nexi, Sia are partners and uh, Ingenico and uh, Worldline are also partners. And, and, and Nets is also in there. Anyway, uh, they are also part of one kind of mother company, which is the EPDA, it's the European Digital Payments Industry Alliance. And they're kind of all partners in that alliance in Europe. Uh, meaning that some of the biggest European payments firms are working together closely in there. Uh, and they're all kind of shareholders of that alliance. So um, uh, Overledger is kind of connected into that as well. And if you combine those companies, they are by, by far the biggest uh, uh, party in Europe doing payments. Uh, but I can't find the figure. It, it is somewhere out there, but I have no clue where it is. Really um, interesting. 
that's the main takeaway. So basically, uh, we have Sia, but it goes the rabbit hole goes much deeper uh, because also Ingenico, if, if you go to a bar, a restaurant, whatever, and you pay with your cards, uh, notice the terminal. And it's nine out of 10 times it's Ingenico. In, uh, it's a French company. Uh, and well, they are just huge. They're kind of everywhere. Um, so yeah, they also need interoperability at the end of the day. Okay, uh, go back to where you were. Cool, talking. cool, yeah. Thanks for that. Yeah, uh, but, but it's bigger. I'm trying to find it, but yeah, no clue put, where it is. Put put the link in the from what you have now uh, in the in our chat, so I can yeah. put it in the description. Um, Another response from Gilbert. Um, you don't get to work with government like that. There are strict procurement and qualification rules. Global companies who provide RTGS services like SIA, IBM, Oracle. It's no, it's no coincidence because this, this was older-ish. Um, but even there, he just names IBM, Oracle, FIS. I don't know what, what FIS is. Um, Whenever Gilbert drops names like that, there's a reason for it. It's just it's it, it, it's not like we are giving an example. We're having a simple discussion, um, where we just name something random. Um, as we know, Oracle. Maybe, maybe the next one we're gonna let, let let us know. Let us know in the comments or on Instagram or Telegram what partnership you want us to discuss. Preferably a confirmed one. Could also be a hypothetical one that we 99 percent for sure now uh, is one. Um, but uh, Gilbert Wright, SIA, IBM, Oracle, FIS, Nets, bid on the RFP. Um, I don't know what the RFP is. I should have looked that up. Maybe you can do that. The selection process to build systems like RTGS are huge and take a long time, let alone the contract negotiations. My time in government was as the buyer, evaluating responses, vendors, and technologies. Those large companies, partner with innovative companies to give them an edge or technology technological advantage for their response it takes about one or two years to be awarded a contract like that i, I put this here because this um this illustrates why things take time many people yeah. are are impatient um, we know that um it took well over a year to get Oracle certified. Um, you you had a nice tidbit on that. You're, what do you uh, mean? Oh, no, oh, no, that was that was King's College. G Gilbert Gilbert name dropping things in the AMAs. Um, he he oftentimes cannot talk about things, and people always make fun about that. But this is because this the technological edge. People want an edge. Companies want an edge. Companies want stuff to be secret and to remain secret so they can build and, and they, they can release something into production straight away. So they have that edge for, for a certain period of time before the rest catches up. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, and, and, and besides that, I mean, that takes a year, two years to build on the, on the end of the client. But then there's also the certification bit. And that's what also takes one to two years because they, um, they they need to check the code. They need to check the company. They need Find to... Find the noise. 
Share it in a bit. So if, if let, let's say you create some kind of software like Overledger, hypothetically, of course, um, and, and you want to sell that to a company. Before that company actually uses it for, for whatever they do, they want to know if you are legit. They want to know if the code is legit, the product is legit. They want to know if you can sustain service on that code. That's why fucking Bitcoin is not ideal because there's nobody you can send an email if the network goes down. Um, and, and, and then they need to build. And during, the, during that, they want to keep everything a secret. And then you got the non-disclosure agreements. And, and that's why Gilbert also wrote the central banks will, uh, will share what we're doing with them. And that's why he said, we cannot talk about this. It is to the banks, to the governments, uh, to the companies to, to share that information. Because there is so much financial incentive. There's so much skin in the game for those companies to transition from one system to another. Um, and there's also much, so much skin in the game for Quant themselves. I mean, their reputation is on the line. And if yeah. they have bleeding edge tech like Overledger, which can actually interoperate offline CBDCs and settle that, which is way beyond my comprehension of, 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 of anything. So I, I, I cannot dumb that down and simplify it for you, but that, that, that appears to be, seems to be ridiculously difficult. Yeah. Um, and, and Overledger can do that then it has to be flawless and it has to work every single time. You cannot have a single hiccup. It just cannot happen. Um, and, and, and that's what I wanted to illustrate with this message. And, 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 illustrate, oh. and, and then before we go to Tim, how much of your overall business is based on SIA? And Gilbert responded, SIA is not our only client. They're a big client but not the only big client. And everybody was like, sure, Gil, sure, keep on bragging. And then Gilbert bagged Oracle. And they're bigger. That's another they're episode. Bigger, That's another second, episode. Second biggest fucking software company in the world, you fudders. Tim. Nice. You want me to uh, share the screen? Yeah. Okay, you go share. Okay, because I'm really proud of managed to find this. Uh, in the I noticed. Uh, I'll notice. I'll get your face okay, out of the uh, way so I can see it as well. Yeah. Um, okay. So what we are looking at now uh, is taken from a report of SIA itself. Uh, it described the conditions of the merger um, uh, of uh, SIA and Nexi. And something interesting happens here because if you combine. Um, uh, well, what I just said with this, uh, you can see the current situation. So to the people listening who can't view this, we are looking at a chart uh, based on the data of 2020. Uh, and it reads largest uh, pan-European uh, platform with the skills to drive superior products and effic efficiency leadership. So basically it ranks all uh, uh, European uh, payment providers based on their... Um, uh, EBITDA, that, that's like the, like their uh, revenue or Equity, uh, earnings yeah. before interest, taxes, um, blah, 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 dividends, and yeah. 
something else. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, uh, if you look at this chart, uh, then at, in first comes in the Sia Nexi group and Nets. They bring in uh, one one and a half one and a half billion uh, euro. Uh, number two billion? is uh, billion. Not, BN. Not, not, not trillion. One and a half billion seems seems not a lot not a lot of money. But it could be roughing you, right? Uh, anyway, uh, then we have FIS and WorldPay. Uh, they are smaller. Then we have Worldline and Ingenico. That at, at first that seems innocent, uh, but then until we realize that that Worldline and Ingenico uh, are part of the Cianexi group through the same structure, so they are kind of partners. So then, yeah, then it gets even bigger. Uh, then we have FeeServe and First Data. Never heard of them. Uh, Global Payments and Sys. Never heard of them. Uh, Atien, a Dutch company, kind of a hype. Uh, comes in then and then pay safe and they are all significantly smaller than the CNX group and uh, World Landing in Genico. So what I just want to show with this is that um, the uh, CNX is already European leader and then they have another uh, two companies which are partners of them through the same holding. Uh, what makes it really, really juicy if you ask me. I'll uh, link this uh, report. I'll try to find it. I'll link it in the description. So that this was is, a bit of an interruption. This is juice, and this is in, a, in, in indeed 1.5 billion. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, after, uh, sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm not an economist, uh, no. but a bit, uh, look, look up what that means. Yeah. But... E equity before interest, taxes, dividends, okay. and nice. a acquisitions. Yeah. yeah. Now, what, whatever it is, I think it's perfectly. It is uh, that. I, I just told you. Yeah. Okay. Okay. No, it it is no that. Clue. Okay. But I have no clue what it means. I'm not an economist. Uh, it's just it's the earnings, what, what they earned before yeah. they had to pay taxes, okay, uh, ah, interest, yeah, yeah, yeah. dividends. So it's it's like one and a half billion. In, that, that's that's a lot, honestly. Yeah, it's there. Yeah, okay. Um, just briefly, uh, it just shows. I'll, I'll, how... I'll put the definition with the Wikipedia for a bit. Yeah, uh... yeah. Okay, uh, but it just shows how um, kind of everything interconnects. Um, and, and companies work together, uh, and how huge the scope Texas depreciation is. depreciation and amortization. Yeah, okay. So the last two is depreciation and amortization. I'll put okay. it from Investopedia. Back to your uh, your story about CEO. Hmm. I, I just wanted to show that uh, for a bit, because I, I think know. a lot of people uh, tend to overlook it, um, and it just shows how huge the scope is of this project. Back to Gilbert's bragging about his customers and clients. Yeah. Let me see because now I'm, I shouldn't scroll. Yeah. So Pablo asked, Hi, Gilbert. The Bank of England report released yesterday was very interesting. Do you see any other technologies being holistic enough to provide the overlay? Not sure what that refers to. Um, let me see, why did I pick this? Public comments were made by the clients of SIA, the ABI at Cordicon in September. They have big plans for SIA, which we're excited to be part of. SIA is a huge partner and leader in financial infrastructure, and they've picked our technology to solve interoperability of blockchain across financial institutions. I picked this because that confirms uh, the, the, 
the, the scope and the, and the importance of this. Um, AJ based an incredibly Rome-pilled. AJ loves the, the Rome-London, uh, let's call it interoperability through the history. Um, and Gilbert also stated, I think Overledger is very capable to be the global infrastructure for CBDCs. Um, I think that will be the title, the subtitle of this video. Um, Gil, you work Sundays too? Quant never stops. So yeah, um, SIA, it's, it's the, the first name I drop when people ask me what are partners of, of Quant. And what I find astounding is that if people now ask what has Quant done, and then they add besides SIA, as if SIA is fucking chopped liver, as if SIA is a nothing burger. They, they want something new, they want something fresh. And that's the ridiculousness of crypto. I mean, if XRP would have banked SIA, it, it, it'd be a trillion market cap with the loonies walking around over there. But yeah. Quant, still 45K wallets. It's, 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 it's hilarious. It's a strange world. Um, yeah, we've, we've covered that uh, a lot of times. I'm not going to vent my frustration again. Is there yeah. anything you want to add about SIA? Or uh, did we kind nah. of cover the, the, the scope? I'm not going to look up this quote, but Gilbert okay. said something that um, it would have taken over 10 years to integrate 570 banks. And, and that's the way Quant operates. They just go uh, to the top and, and, and then they integrate top down. Yeah, and, 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 they do. And, and, and what many other crypto companies do is they try to go bottom up. And I know that I'm using the, the, the terms not as they are intended, but if you're going to approach one bank at a time, you're going to book one bank at a time. It will grow quicker, probably. Not, not that much quicker. But if you can manage to get a payment provider like SIA that actually does everything for those banks, <laughs> I'd say this fucking brilliant. Yeah. And, and, and uh, now with, uh, with, with, with the Nexi, they got like 1,000 banks under their belt. How many central banks? Over, over 50, 60? European central banks? Yes. There, no, there can't be 60 European central banks. What, what no? do you mean? Okay. What is your question? I was summarizing how many central banks they booked with, uh, with the CIA merger. Well, I, that, that could be on a worldwide skill. I don't know. Let's see. Look it up. Um, got a lot of questions as well. We have to uh, uh, kind of get into that. Let me look. Yeah, there was this one question today about um, uh, it had to do with CIA and those 580, 570 banks in terms of their licenses uh, and whether all those banks pay their licenses individually or that CIA pays it for them. How is it in the country? Because I have no idea. I mean, I don't have time to investigate everything. Uh, someone answered. 
um, and to his understanding, um, I'm going to just going to read this up, or shall I share my screen? I think that works a bit. Yeah, better. go ahead. Uh, sorry, I'm just a bit lazy. I'm not lazy. That's not the right word, but I'm just a bit uh, slow. Um, Oh, interesting podcast this way. We can pause it for a bit. No, 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 no. Let's not do that. Uh, we're just looking stuff up for you guys. We're just doing all the hard work so you don't have to do it yourself. Okay, uh, I have it here. And it's about uh, paying the, the license fees with companies. Okay. Here it is. Uh, yeah, so I asked this question about whether do they pay those uh, licenses themselves? So does uh, Sia do it for them? I just got one answer. I'm going with that. Uh, and it says, to my understanding, enterprise license model differs case by case. It could be that Sia pays for one license that lets 570 banks use OVN, or it could be that Sia pays for 570 licenses and then it charges the 570 banks any amount it deems reasonable. I think uh, each license is tied to a unique wallet. So that would mean 570 licenses are required. But it could be that they have an option of a parent wallet sim similar to XRPL and its tags. That would mean SIA could revoke a license from any of the 570 banks. Ultimately, each customer might have a different license model for their unique implementation. So it kind of de depends, apparently. That's the short answer. It, it does. That. Yeah. So yeah, that, that was just one question I got on Instagram. Um, What's interesting, I, I, I can add so, so, so more to that because there, yeah. was, there, there was an offer on the Quant Network website um, and that actually... It, showed the options that corporates have and obviously there were no figures there um, besides the figures for remote connected gateway operators being 100 pounds um, like tier one developers 200 pounds and uh, it's the, the next level was 1000 pounds and after that um, numbers are um, are not given it's what, what they negotiate but they all always have uh, the same as you have when you get like an, a, a very big email provider for a company. If you want to send out a lot of emails, um, you, you have several packages and you can choose if you want to pay per developer. You can choose yeah. if you want to pay per computer. You can choose um, if you want to pay per transaction or you simply want to buy that off or you want yeah. to go with unlimited developers, unlimited nodes, but you do want to pay per transaction. So that's always um, custom. Um, what, what remains is that you can technically buy everything off if you want. Obviously, the price will, will, will go hockey stick. Um, and still, Q&T will be needed all over the network. And I think that's really important to add because there were people... Um, I think Jeff made the joke. He said um, in Comfy Lounge, companies can pay off uh, their transaction fees so they don't have to pay for transactions. Yeah. And <laughs> Hungarian Hortail and I just jumped on them like rabid dogs um, to state that Q&T will still be needed. So if a company 
um, gets a package with everything included, meaning they do not have to pay per transaction. They do not have to pay for separate nodes, blah, blah. They, they got card bunch, they can do whatever they want. Mm -hmm. Then still for everything they do, Q&T is needed. They still need access points with gateways. They still need to stake Q&T in those gateways, which will obviously be provided by Treasury uh, because they will have a hosting service. But for everything that's done on the network, Q&T will still be needed. Um, I, I just wanted to add that. Thanks. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and, and oh, and regarding the central bank number, I, I cannot find it. I'm not go good at googling under uh, under stress. Um, I do agree that it's probably not 50 central banks. Are we talking about? See again. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, no, I mean, are we talking about banks in Europe or banks worldwide? Because worldwide. if it's in Europe, it's come. Yeah, worldwide, obviously. Yeah, yeah. obviously, because yeah. CNET is bigger, so that they serve yeah. way more. Course, but yeah. um, I, I butcher numbers often, so it's good to uh, to fact check me a lot. Um, Anyways, they they they, uh, they have back to the some banks. Um, yeah. Uh, we can Google it. Put it in the put it in. More questions from the gram. Yeah, let's let's go there. Uh, okay, so um, people have been spamming me. Um, there was one more kind of serious question. Uh, yeah. Okay. So basically, someone talked about me uh, today about um, talk to me. Uh, sorry uh, about uh, talking to me. Law. Are you fucking talking to me <laughs> um, about medical office law and ask me, uh, me and Lexit to do a, a post on that? And we will surely do. And he just asked some questions, and one of them uh, I couldn't really answer in 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 a like in a in a text way. I mean, I could text an answer to them, but it wouldn't make sense. So I'm just going to do this uh, focally. Uh, and the question reads: uh, I do have another question regarding Q and T. It has first mover advantage and. Patents for its technology, um, but what if, let's say, another company in, in the future develops a better technology that doesn't make uh, businesses pay or something along those lines, making QNT not needed, and their partners leave for another company? So, to get it short, what what would happen if another company steps in for well uh, with kind of a superior service mm. um, where businesses don't and then they become the products. Yeah. So, so, so he's, he's technically saying, let's say China hacks Overledger. They provide Overledger services, the same level of interoperability, but token not needed, and and it's free. Yeah. And so, so there are the companies now using Overledger go to another service, which doesn't charge them as much because they are probably the product. Yeah. That's that's kind of the. Okay. That's being asked. It's, I, it's, I, I can send it to you in a text way. No, no, no. no. I, I, I think I get it. But I, I, I think besides that, that, that that's not how the world works. From what I hear. I mean. No. Uh, yeah. It's, it, it's a little bit utopian. Um, I mean, let me give an example. How much time does it take for a company to move from one solution to another solution. A lot. Yeah, a lot. Like we stated earlier, it takes, it, let's say two years, two years to vet a company and to make sure the company is legit and it does what it what it, what it needs to do. Um, 
then you need two years at least to develop your product. Yeah, at least. And, uh, to market it. <laughs> In the most positive scenario, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so that would set you back four years. Um, what a kind lot of, of to get to get it more easy. Let's simplify this and make it a bit more concrete. Let's say the entire world uses Microsoft Windows at the moment. It's either Microsoft Windows or uh, Mac OS, right? Yeah. And well, companies pay a lot of money for that, and it's been in development since the 1980s with both products. But we also have Linux, which is free of charge, I think. Is yeah. Linux free of charge? It is. How many of those companies are using Linux? A lot. But I think li them. Linux is way leaner than Windows. But still, at my work, at least, we use uh, Windows. Yeah, yeah. Everybody, a lot of companies, we use Windows. Everybody knows and understands Windows. Yeah, so for some reason we are not all at Linux, we are still at Windows, right? Yeah. So that's kind of that's the way we need to look at this. We can make it very okay, um, but, 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 complex but, but, and stuff. But at the end they, of the day, they forget one thing, and 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 that's where this entire thing goes wrong, and that is token not needed. That's not that's saying, the, I, the, no no. I'm not but, sure if that's in the question. Uh, yes, that was definitely in the question. Oh. Because if you no 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 it, it means not token not need but like overledger Q and T yeah. as an overledger not needed yeah. so Q and yeah. T not needed but over Q and T meaning overledger so not the token not needed but the the overledger yeah okay so they want to use overledger but they don't want to use overledger they have some some bootleg version no no no, no. It, it, sorry uh, I'm trying to people really misinterpret me today for some reason <laughs> it's not you it's, it's more in general uh, so basically it, it says well in case there comes a superior product right from another company where you don't pay because you are the product I think that's the assumption uh, and that means that people uh, that the companies now using overledger are going there meaning that overledger itself is not that needed because um, companies leave that's a different type of question than token not needed. Okay. Do I make any sense? No, yeah, so, no, no, not really. Because why the hell would somebody go? I mean, I'll put I, it in the thing. I, 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 I put it in the app. I pay for an application so that I'm not being spammed with bullshit and they, they don't use all my shit for stuff. Well, uh, I don't want that. Yeah. It's a bit, yeah, it's also a bit problematic for you, Gretchen. Um, okay. You can read it yourself. I'm going to do another question in the meantime, if you're okay with that. Or do you want to? Yeah, but this is, I mean, this is bullshit. It says, what if it lets, let, what if, let's say, another company in the future develops a better technology that doesn't make businesses pay or something? Making QT not that needed. And their partners leave for the other company. Okay, there's never ever going to be a company that's going to provide a free service that's going to be better than that. I mean, the problem is if you make something free, then there's no liability, then there's no control, and then there's no uh, accountability. I mean, if if it's <laughs> a company needs to make money, and Facebook is free, Facebook is definitely free, but it's not because they are selling everything everything 
to other companies. That's why Facebook is was nearly banned from the EU because they want to store all information in the US because then they don't have to abide by European law because European law doesn't allow for the data to be sold the way that the US allows your data to be sold. I mean, you literally sell your soul to American companies if they are allowed to store their data in the US. I remember this FUD. There was this FUD about uh, Facebook being banned. What happened well, to it's, them? It's, it's, it's not FUD. That was no, literally but, uh, on no, the table. Yeah, okay, but always you have all those investor FUDs <laughs> yeah, and yeah, the yeah, EU did... banning stuff and at the end of the day, they don't ban anything and it's just uh, okay, but Bloomberg. Did you... GDPR in, in caps lock, uh, screaming something. The, the GDPR is, is a thing. There's a reason why Lolly giving you free Bitcoin for shopping is not to be uh, given to people in the EU because Lolly is actually selling your data to everybody. Yeah. And, yeah, and, and at the end of the day, should, we... you can't do yeah. that. So yeah, but... that means that the revenue model, because that's what this question was about. Mm-hmm. That's what this question was about. Yeah. Can a company provide a free service that's superior to Q&T so that all the people working with Q&T go to another, to that company? I don't Mm -hmm. think it's going to happen in this context. I think there can always be competition and I think there can always be a company with a better solution. Yeah. And, 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 and sure people could go there, but as you stated yourself in the question, if, if, if somebody is, in business with a specific company, then they stay there. I mean, I, I, I love Android. I love Google. I love Windows. I love Logitech. Nearly everything I have is Logitech. It just works for me. I love it. I love Samsung. I love my Samsung phones. I'm used to it. I trust it. It works. So I stay with that, even if I have to pay a little bit more. And, and regarding the token, nothing works without the token. And the token seems like a liability to you. And, and you think token may be not needed. It's not what you wrote. I, I read the question. But the token actually secures the network. It provides the licensing. The token is an immutable access pass to the network, unlike CD keys and all those types of things. I mean, I use Driver Booster. I never pay for a license. I just look it up, find the license code, and I tap that in. If that was secured with a token, it could never, ever get hacked in that way. Does that make sense? So it provides an extra layer of security um, to, to the network. But yeah, man, if, if, if there's competition and it's, it's, it's free uh, or, a lot, or let's say a lot cheaper, sure, people can move on. Definitely. Why not? Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to do an easy question. Uh, when Toyota Camry? I think... Uh... We'll have to uh, go to the global ship tracker and see how the supply chain works. If you want to go full option, then there's a waiting <laughs> then there's a waiting list. Probably it's going to take you at least a year. Yeah. Okay. Uh, now another relevant question: Why is Mick Carter leaving EastEnders? I have no clue who Mick Carter is. And, uh, what the fuck is EastEnders? I think it's some kind of soap. Okay. Sorry. No. no. <laughs> That's kind of the level of questions we're getting on the uh, quantities. Mm. Oh, this is another one. Ooh, I love this one. You want to answer it, Jarno? Are you mentally prepared? Are Wait, you mentally we? prepared? No, 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 Wait, no, no, no. No, 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 no. It's okay. even worse. Uh, then can we see coin being utilized? 
And what about connections to ISO 222? The quant has no utility. I'm skipping this question. Um, okay. Why has there been zero communication about license payment date of 15 March? There has been communication. My main communication was that nothing happened on the 15th of March. So that's your communication right there. Okay, um, another one. Oh, 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 oh. Preferred methods for storing. Well, I, I, I use Electra. I, I, I have something ish oh. on, on the licensing. Hungarian. Oh. Hungarian, I'm going to turn this light. Shall, shall we go into depth about this? Because you shared like a shit ton of messages about this uh, <sighs> last week. Yeah, you, you want to do that? Uh, I mean, yeah, it, we, can, we can also save it for a later episode because it, it goes deep. The rabbit hole is pretty deep. Uh, it's 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 really speculative. We, we 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 can do this for a bit. We can we can just scoot through this because I'm putting on my tinfoil hat and let's go. Yeah. Um. Let me. I'm going to share my screen. Okay, so to be clear, this is all speculation. This is all not confirmed, and this is all just some research, and uh, let's let's call it conjecture. Um, there's this theory. There was a lot of buying volume, and there was a lot of volume when we pumped all the way to like four hundred dollars last year. Um, I noticed. Like six months ago, we, we discussed it in Dutch that there were a ton of wallets that all had the same amount of Q and T, and they were in the top hundred, like 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 five thousand, fifteen thousand Q and T. I, I can't remember the number. I'm terrible with numbers. Um, and there was no ETH in the wallets. I posted that in the Dutch group, and then somebody said, "Yeah, but that's just the way Coinbase manages their tokens. That's that's fine." Um, they do that with other tokens as well. And and, and, and after that, that information kind of got buried and everybody was like, yeah, it's, it's not interesting anymore. Then Hungarian, uh, Orntil, also came up with this. And that's what you see here. Um, and he wrote, um, this has been discussed at length. So in short, all we know is there is 1.5 million QNT in cold wallets that is batch sent from Coinbase and that those wallets only add QNT, not has sold, sent a single one. And he writes, IMO, it's utility or tremendous institutional internal buy pressure. The former is more likely given not a single QNT has been sold since accumulation began, but ultimately all scenarios are exceptionally bullish. So what he states is they have only been adding um, and they have not been selling. At, at, at this point, this is the case he's making. Um, it wouldn't be a long shot to speculate. This is enterprise gateways slash utility. There are quite a few connections to Coinbase. Uh, that was also my hypothesis then. But again, LCX, they also store their LCX in a different wallet and, and they do it for a ton of other coins. Um, then he puts up a quote from Gilbert. We don't, but we need regulated partners like Voyager, Coinbase, Kraken, Bitstamp, etc., and they need us to be part of the OVN ecosystem. Um, 
Then he posts, Coinbase reveals plans for crypto app store amid global focus, uh, which is interesting. And this was a removed tweet. We also want to work with Coinbase another innovative on other innovative products and solutions in the future by G. Verdian. And then Hungarian posts uh, some wallets with the numbers. Yeah, it's 15,000 QNT, 14,844. Um, these are also a bunch of uh, numbers of exchanges. Um, and Son then said, nice theory, 10% of the supply. I mean, that's what we're talking about. That's 14.6 yeah. million QNT. 10% is in possession of Coinbase. 10%? Yes, because they Ooh. have 1.5 million tokens. Um, and, nice. and then he, he goes on, how else do you explain over 1 billion in QFT purchases sent to cold wallets without any outflow? And what's interesting is because on, the, on that day, regardless of price, um, th there, there was a, a bunch of billions in buying volume. But we only have 40,000 wallets. Yeah. So that would mean there's a lot of buy pressure from uh, coming out from Coinbase. And it could be that there's 100,000 holders of QT on Coinbase. Obviously, we don't know that. Um, but that's, that's an insane amount for, for QT with such a small holder base. Um, he, he continues there's more too. This all began after the Coinbase listing. Toward the end of the autumn high pump, we had two sequential Sundays where Coinbase had linear buy pressure for hours. As if the price didn't matter, the tokens were pumped out via batch sends to matching wallets, which is when I first noticed and began following the data. Um, Son then writes, haven't researched it, but the obvious question would be cold wallet on exchanges, question mark. But you obviously checked that first, 10% is insanely bullish. And then Hungarian asks, have you ever heard of cold wallets that only work one way? Nope. Especially over the last four or five months of price appreciation and macro. Uh, Son asks, is it still happening? Hungarian says, yep. And Son says, adoption, baby. Then a decrease of supply on one end and soon mass utility on the other hand. We're sitting on a powder keg. If Coinbase feels the need to secure 1 billion in QNT for their enterprise gateway, then we've all underestimated the impact of utility. The purchasing power that floated to Quant from Coinbase into these wallets is more than half the value of the current market cap. Um, then he shares uh, some wallets. Uh, he says it's dozens of wallets. Just look across the top wallets in Etherscan. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. All outcomes are exceptionally bullish. Um, and later, I, did, I don't know if I put that here. No, I didn't put that here. There was, let me look that up. There was somebody that um, that countered Hungarian. I have that here, I think. Uh, Sebastian did that. Let, let, let me share that too, because sure. it, it, it's not all super, super, super duper. Let's see. Um, <clears throat> Oh, we had a little poll, or is it called French fries or patat? Oh, oh, never mind. What's the outcome? Patat. It's patat. Sorry, Miko. It's patat. <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, Sebastian says it's not entirely true. There were 
movements on those wallets, always identical. ETH transfer from Coinbase hot wallet, then quant transfer to Coinbase hot wallet. Later one of those three options was done. Quant is left on hot wallet, two withdraw from Coinbase, three transfer to another cold wallet. Examples of wallets where there were such moves. He's posting them here. Um, just, just pause the video if you want to look them up. Just type yeah. them over. Um, there are quite a few such wallets, but I don't want to clutter the chat. Some are standard cold wallets. Some are different. Behavior like, Colin, send quant to the hot wallet and then immediately to other cold wallet or the new cold wallet. So Hungarian asks, so it is, isn't ever hitting the exchange? Also, I'm yet to see outflows from the wallets that have matching bot-like behavior. Did you see this on them? It is sent to the main wallet of the exchange. Examples, blah, blah, blah. These are all I've tracked down. I currently have 203, quote, cold wallets related to Coinbase with Q&T. 203 cold wallets. Jesus. You think those are regular cold wallets, Ollie asks, or wallets with locked tokens? And Sebastian says, in my opinion, mixed up. It's hard to find out more. When they officially introduce the gateway, we need to watch these wallets very carefully. Okay, so what is very interesting on that is because Coinbase also has Coinbase custody. Yeah. And um, I think we first, um, that's actually how it started. We, we started with Coinbase custody. Yeah. Now, very, very soon, we actually entered Coinbase Pro and the regular Coinbase. Yeah. And, 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 and let me make the case here, because um, Quant is a company, and it, 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 it's a fintech. Um, what is a liability? Tokens are a liability. If you own or, or hold tokens for, um, for companies, yeah. you need to show where those tokens are and you need to um, to make sure that they are secure, etc. Insurance wise, a, a mistake being made, you know, it, it, it's all it's, it's all risk. It's all a liability. When everything goes live and the treasury goes live, etc., then there are dedicated wallets that are assigned for treasury activity. Those wallets are public information. Right now, thinking of what I said earlier, um, and also what Gilbert wrote, there is a certain amount of secrecy. We do not know who is partnered with whom. We don't yeah. know what they pay. Um, and uh, they don't want us to know. Even when we're going to get the dashboard and stuff, it will all be anonymized. We will see batches and it will all be similar numbers. And when tokens get or licenses get refreshed, it will all be anonymized. It will all be just stomped flat and it will all look like, I think, a continuous buying and selling by a market maker just to obfuscate what's going on. What we have right now is because those official wallets are not in use, um, they, they need to put license tokens somewhere. And I think even without those wallets, they will use, for instance, Coinbase custody for that. So um, licenses get bought. Licenses should get bought because SIA has been paying since 2019. 
and people mm. can say whatever the fuck they want. <laughs> but I believe Gilbert if he says Sia is life and transacting. Yeah. I believe that. I don't think Gilbert is lying. Why, do, why should he? I don't think Gilbert is lying. The same goes with that. Uh, did, did we mention it earlier this episode? Uh, in, the, in his uh, 27 November update in the community channel. Yeah. He uh, gave an update on the gateways and he uh, thought how the team was doing with COVID, yada, yada, yada. And then something in between uh, that they've also been working on this uh, certification uh, with a world-class university. We thought, oh, that's MIT. Everyone kind of missed the Easter egg, but that now I'm reading it again. It's, it's actually the, 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 the DLT course they've been doing with Kings. It, it, it was just in our... Kings well, is in King's College side. London. Yeah, King King's College London, uh, KCL, yeah. but uh, it was in plain sight, and everyone missed it. That's yeah. so funny how that works. I don't think Gil is lying about no. anything. No, he can't in his position. Yeah, he just simply can't. And again, the Coinbase custody. So I think that licenses are being bought. I think Gilbert is holding up his end of the deal because the deal in a white paper always was enterprises buy licenses, developers buy licenses. The, the duration of the license, the amount of Q&T, and this is basic tokenomics people, gets converted to Q&T for the price that, 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 that is Q&T then and there. So if it was today, it's 102 euros. Um, and that gets locked for the duration of the contract. But you need to lock it somewhere. Where are you going to do that? Is Gilbert going to do that in his basement? Is he going to ask Luke to put it on a ledger? No, he, he's not. They're going to use Gemini, uh, Bitstamp, all the examples Gilbert gave, and Coinbase Custody, because those guys are specialized. They're specialized in managing that type of stuff, and they pay for it, and, 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 and that's fine, and they're insured, and you want to delegate all that shit, same as institutions and banks want to delegate um, all, all the nonsense um, with, with the gateways and, and all that stuff, they just want to do their core business. They want nothing to do with what happens in the background. So they delegate that. And then Gilbert makes sure all that stuff gets sorted, but he doesn't want to to, to mess with big numbers of Q&T being transferred on the day-to-day. Isn't... So, so they delegate that to, to, to Coinbase and other custodians, yeah. Isn't that the task of the treasury, though? Does the treasury need to have all those tokens there all the time. Uh, pro- oh, so it probably sends just, yeah, okay, fair enough, I get it. So the treasury does the transactions, but it sends them to trusted yeah. wallets. I, yeah, I, okay, I, fair I, enough, I, I get it, I get I, it. I think that's the case, and I know that stuff is obviously behind smart contracts and escrow. I think that a Coinbase can easily provide that. I, I do not believe that there was also some speculation in the, in, 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 in the clubhouse and at, at Twitter um how's that called meet no no the the hangout yeah no the club, clubhouse and twitter spaces twitter spaces that the, the the treasury has the freedom to use the license fees for other stuff they don't they don't it's all separated so that means that if let's say i want to buy a license and i want to go with an all-in license um so, so I pay 10 million and I pay that in Q&T. 
those mm -hmm. QNTs get locked for the duration of my license. That's a year. Those tokens are out of circulation. There's no question about this. Yeah, don't do not doubt this. This is what is agreed upon. This is what was in the white paper. This is how it works. So those QNT are out of circulation for the duration of a year. Nobody can get to that because they are behind a contract and they do not get unlocked until the contract expires. Then every transaction requires QNT. Everything that goes on in the network requires QNT. Does the treasury have QNT? Probably. What happens when they are out of QNT? They need to buy them on the open market. Is there a license? for let's say the Dutch government, they want overledger for everything and they need a hundred million euros worth of QNT. Treasury doesn't have that. So they need to buy that on the open market. Will that be market buys? Maybe it will not be one buy order, but, but they have to buy it on the open market. So they have yep. to buy our tokens. And, and it's, it is very, very simple. And this is one of the seven or eight game theory incentives. If we all hold on to our QNT, they need the QNT for the utility and for the function of the network. This yep. means that if we do not sell, they have to raise the price. Yeah, that's that's the theory at least. Because course. because if you do not raise the price, you cannot utilize the decimals. Because yeah. you, you need the Q and T. So if a transaction costs one cent, then you need that many verdians. Meaning that if there's only ten Q and T, because we hold on to the rest. And there's only mm -hmm. two QNT to go around. That's still a ginormous fuckton of verdians. Don't get me wrong. But yeah. the price needs to go up to, um, to allow for those decimals to be used. You cannot simply say, oh, let, let, let's just take this QNT and let's take the verdians from those. You are dependent on market price. You understand? Yeah, I'm just... Looking at your uh, gestures. Yeah, it's... <laughs> it's <laughs> no, but me, I get it, I get it. To it's me, it just makes the idea so of demand and supply, right? Yes, supply and demand. And it, but, to me, it but, makes so much sense. And it, it, it does, bothers me, it does. It, it bothers me so much that so many people find it so very difficult. To understand such a basic principle, yeah. Uh, yeah and, another and, question. And, oh. No, no, no. no, no oh. let, 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 let's continue for this a bit. Because the treasury <laughs> needs to buy. They, 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 they simply cannot not buy because they need the utility. So either they get the Q&T for current market price, if we are selling, yeah. or they need to put their bids higher. And there's always sellers. There's obviously always sellers. There's always people who want to trade. There's always people who want to sell. But, but the ball is in their corner always because the utility needs to happen. Yeah. And that's and that's what makes everything so insanely bullish. Yeah, because the, there's 14.6 million tokens. Coinbase has fucking 10%. Yeah, I think oh. that that's perfectly what I'm saying the entire time. It's the bottom line. Um, market conditions can change, but the utility is is here to stay. Yeah, the fundamentals are here to stay, and the demand from well the fundamental side of things 
uh, will remain here. So then it gets a very simple matter of supply and demand. Yeah. And the demand will be way higher than the supply. Okay. Yeah. And, 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 and hold on. About... No, no, no. One last thing. One last thing. And that's it's why. Basic I think... economics. How stupid are people, really? And that's why yeah. I think that there will be a continuous buy and sell pressure by the treasury. I think there will be a base load of volume going on when everything is live because the overledger, sorry, the, the company Quant will not want to make big spikes on the chart and paint the chart and be accused of manipulating the market. So mm -hmm. I think they'll have multiple market makers continuously buying and selling to, um, to obfuscate, to hide the, the volumes, to hide yeah. how many licenses are being renewed and how much they actually need. And now I'm done. Thank you. Sorry. <laughs> I was just hearing the story of supply and demand. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, one final question, I think. Uh, I went through most questions. It was junk. Uh, so I'm not answering them. Sorry for that. Are you still there? Yeah, I'm there. Okay. You, okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm there. Okay. I was a bit worried you were gone. Uh, yeah, that was one question. Uh, so why does Quant mainly target CBDCs when there are so many more verticals like healthcare, etc.? We've kind of answered that question in previous times. Yeah. Mainly has to do uh, with their uh, social media activity. I think the main reason for that is that they can talk about CBDCs in the sense that they are now kind of lobbying to, to policymakers to kind of push um well the, the implementation of it not because we are not um ready on the technical side we are we've been ready for a couple of years i think uh it's just uh getting the the, the minds ready for implementing cbdc so that's i think the reason why we, we we mainly see this activity uh and i think that in a lot of other verticals um yeah, it just happens by other companies. It's not really the Quant's main business. Uh, if, if, if the companies using Overledger want to do something in a different vertical, it's not really... It's nice, but it's not their main uh, main thing. I think the reason we're now seeing so much activity about CBDCs is simply just get policymakers and then politicians and stuff ready to get this going. Yeah. So yeah, I think that's uh, kind of the answer to the question. Keep it other people's tongues... Keep, keep it on the people's tongues. Make sure people are talking about it. People are thinking about it. I mean, it, yeah, it, exactly. it, it, it is it is what is going on right now on the, on the yeah. world stage. I mean, governments are, 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 are up with that. Um, I do think that, that, that healthcare was named in a question. Yeah, yeah. Healthcare is, 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 is huge. Social yeah, identity is, is, is getting a lot of attention. Yeah. Smart cities still. And, 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 and let's not all. forget um, uh in the past, Quant has talked about healthcare. Uh, Quant has done all those other things. It's just that currently we're just seeing a lot of activity around CBDCs, uh, but they have talked about all the other stuff. So I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't, um, well, draw your conclusions too early. Okay. Um, yeah, I think that's kind of sums it up in terms of uh, questions I got on Instagram. I got more questions, but. It's all kind of uh, when staking, when Lambo, when uh, Toyota Camry. Not going to answer that. Uh, yeah, I think I think we've kind of uh, went through it. Oh, uh, there were some people uh, who are well not able to read for some reason. They were asking about the differences between uh, Quants, Polkadot, and Cosmos. Uh, we did a post on that already many months ago, so I'm not going to uh, repeat what I've said. I think that's kind of sums it up. Yeah. 
yeah, sorry for redact, uh, kind of uh, editing you at some point. <laughs> I saw that to do this with Jordan, just shut it. <laughs> I'm sorry for that. <laughs> Sometimes it's useful, but it's, uh... it's, oh, I hope I, I hope it didn't annoy you with that. Sometimes no. it's useful, but sometimes it's just, yeah. No, I, no. I know I'm kind of long-winded. No, yeah. So, the thing is, I, I need to make that clear. Like, um, we've been talking about this stuff for more than a year now. Uh, so kind of, I feel like we're talking about the same stuff all the time. We need and, to. We need, we, we need to. And we and need to do that. And we'll have to no. be doing that because, well, every day we add new holders. So we need to tell the same story every day no. to new people. Um, uh, but at some points it can get a bit lengthy and I feel like grandpa telling the same story again. So that's my Yeah, no, Tim, I, I agree. But what I think is we started a new series now we, True. And, 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 and we're going in on the partnerships from what I, we discussed this, you know, I, I'm well, in contact we did, with. We no, did listen. discuss the partnerships though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Detail. Yeah, definitely. But I, I also talked with, with, with Greg and 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 ghost and a bunch of other now let's let's call them influencers yeah um and and obviously also with you and yeah. we noticed that just basic knowledge of what quant is what tokenomics are but also basic economics it's not there people <laughs> people don't know and we talked amongst ourselves and we stated uh, we concluded that that quant has a lot of dependencies and, and, and the dependency is that you need to have certain things clear before you can understand other things. Nobody can do multiplication. My daughter is four. She, she cannot do multiplication. She can, she, she can count now to 100, but she That's cannot impressive. add. She cannot add numbers. She cannot subtract yet. I mean, I can try and show her on, on my fingers. So, so there's no point in, in, in trying, her, trying to teach her how to manage money. Because yeah. she cannot subtract, she cannot add, she cannot multiply. So, and that's the same what what, what we're getting now with, with people on, on on the Instagram and stuff. And that's why we're building this series. So we, we can actually we're gonna have a tokenomic series as well, or, or or something like that. So people can just flick to a video and and learn because yeah, okay, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, it was yeah. nothing against you, but. At some points, I feel like we're telling the same story, and, and but we I'm, are. I'm and yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm also a listener. I listen to ourselves, and I'm hearing the same thing every week. At some Dude. points, not that it happens all the time, but sometimes I'm just trying to uh, kind of. Uh... I, I'm a teacher. I know you, you need to tell the same shit over and over, and people still don't know. People still don't learn, and people still don't understand. And it's yeah, like you're yeah. exactly like like you're a parrot, like you're repeating yourself ad nauseum. Um, it's part of the game, dude. True, true, true. Um, yeah, sometimes I just want to keep stuff fresh. Sense. <laughs> we had a lot of freshness to the beginning of the video. Okay, let's move on. Um, are are we yeah. done? Are, are we done I, for today, Tim? I, I, I think so. If there's anything you want to add, uh, go for it. Um, but well, I am personally economy kind of 101. From... <laughs> <laughs> dude, <laughs> we're going to talk with. Uh, we're going to talk about the economic theories of Milton Friedman first gains. Yeah, let's do that for the next hour. My God, <laughs> I need to read up. No, 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 no. It's um, um, I, I, I love this. How long? How long have we been? How long have we been? Hour and a half, something like that. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, we kind of 
cut it short with the current market conditions. Um, I think that the, the market is kind of boring uh, at the moment. That's a curse. Every time I say that, something happens. So uh, yeah, we just uh, can use the, the, the momentum to uh, get a little bit in depth uh, back to the drawing board, uh, show you what uh, Quant is all about. I got a mosquito bite. Oh, fucking April, oh March. Oh my God, it's going to be climate change. <laughs> That's not going there. Okay. Um, let us know. Let us know in the comments. Let us know on the on the, on the Instagram and and on the what whatnot. What yep. partnership? do you want us to talk about next week? Um, yeah. yeah, if you have any questions, let us know. Uh, we're gonna yeah, be please back no in... when staking. I'm not going to do that again. <laughs> I'm, I'm uh, really not. You know, uh, you're, feed, Moon, you're feeding yeah. the machine, right? The yeah. Next week, you're going to have 1,000. Over 9,000! No, <laughs> you're, you're going to have people are bastards. Yeah. Um, where... That's it. We, we moved up the schedule, so this video is going to be up on Friday. Yep. So every Friday, you're going to have a new English episode. And every Wednesday, you're going to have a Dutch one. Um, yeah. And, and, and uh, yeah, partnership yeah. video next week, I think. Yeah, let's talk about another partner. There's yeah. quite a lot of partners to talk about. Yes. Um, so yeah, we have a lot of material to cover and we will be inviting guests over. That's kind of my ambition. If people like to be your guests, at least. That's, yeah. uh, you'll see, you'll see. Okay, um, yeah, I'm going to round this up. I think we've been talking... Nah, plenty. For a pretty, pretty long time. So uh, I enjoyed it. I hope Me you too. enjoyed it too. And uh, we'll see each other. Next video. Stay comfy. Stay comfy. <laughs>